0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the corner of truth and courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. This is Tom Wallace with Tyler Hudson. And Tyler, uh, we've given you a bit of a break. You just had a, a baby.
1: Yeah. Give us an update. Well, I thought I was voted off the island there for a minute. And no, we. Uh, we're doing good. We have Adeline Rose Hudson. Feel very blessed. Uh, we believe in full immersion baptism, but I get spit up on at least six times a day. Uh, you know, I feel like I'm getting baptized, but uh, that's not the case. Now she's doing really good. Mama's doing really good. Can I can I say just real quick about the birth of her? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so so I'm I'm sleeping, and we're supposed to have the doctors. I, I can't think of the word, but intervene. The next day at 6 a.m. Anyway, so they're, so they're, they're, they're going to have the baby come at 6 a.m. the next day. And she yells, it's like 2 a.m. Tyler, get up. And I get up and, and the baby's head is, is out, you know. And I'm like, I'm worried about my wife. You know, I'm scared. She's like something bad's happening to her. And so I, I say nurse and I look away for maybe 10 seconds. And I look back down. The entire baby's outside of her. And then the nurses come in. And they're like, "Oh, you know, you know." And they said they've never seen anything like it in 15 years. So, if you are looking for a good slip and slide for your children, I, I just uh, suggest that you call FOF. Uh, we we have the slip and slide for you. Oh, <laughs> So, but let's let's get into serious <laughs> i tell you what we better move on from yeah. from that real real quick yeah well yeah okay so anyways let, let's get into the subject though today so we're going to have a new topic that we talk about this week we, we are going to begin discussing bible prophecy the end times as people like to call it and specifically you have what what i would say is a a different maybe even minority view on the end times and how Islam fits into that mold. I've always been taught that, you know, Rome and Catholicism and different things really played more of a part into some of the things that happened in the end times there. But you you have a different belief on how Islam has played a role in the end times.
0: Well, Tyler, I, like you, was raised with the same teaching, you know, that because of things that we see in the book of Revelation— and we'll talk about that this week, you know, why we were thinking, hey, this, is, this looks like Rome. This looks yeah. like this could be uh, Rome where the great whore and, and all that stuff is going to take place, where the Antichrist, or rather, let's call him the, I think it's best that we use biblical terms mm-hmm. there. The Bible does not call him the Antichrist. Mm-hmm. We do. For some reason, the, theologians and Christians have been calling this man. Uh, the Antichrist. The Bible calls him the wicked one, the man of sin, the man of perdition, the 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 beast. Mm-hmm. And now he he takes this role as a political leader, and he'll and stuff. There we were taught that this would come from Rome, but since I've been studying Islam now for a number of decades, I when you put the the lens of Islam on your eyes, when you look through the glasses of Islam. It's like, oh, my goodness. It's like reading the book of Revelation, but from reverse.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're reading it from the enemy's point of view. Because the things that they teach is similar to the same things that we teach, but they teach it from the opposite perspective. Mm-hmm. And that will be clearer as we go along in this. I know that kind of sounds a little confusing if if you're hearing this from the first time. There's some things that I'm going to say and teach this week that will be supposition I'm making a you know an educated guess because of what we know and we think that that this means this okay from what we read we think this means this, but there's some things that are exactly it just very clear the bible's clear yeah and and I can say with a hundred percent certainty. From a biblical standpoint, mm-hmm. this is not supposition that Islam is the Antichrist religion, and this is why I, I'm I'm pretty strong on this. And you're right; this is a minority view only because many of us are not familiar with Islam. We've not studied it.
1: So, so you believe this Antichrist that that we call it is going to come from the religion of Islam?
0: I believe that the doctrine that the Bible refers to as Antichrist doctrine mm-hmm. is it only comes from the religion of Islam. They're the only ones who are propagating it, and the Bible describes it, okay? And, um, and, and I think that's a good place for us to start. Yeah. Okay? Because, um, you know, we'll get into Revelation here in a minute, but let's look at where the Bible uses the word Antichrist, mm-hmm. okay? And that's going to take us to the epistles of John. Now, John writes three letters. You know, we can, this isn't the Gospel of John. We're talking, you know, he wrote that as well. Mm-hmm. But these are his little letters that he wrote to the churches. And uh, and in there, he uses the word Antichrist five times. And it's the only place in the Bible where you're going to find the word Antichrist used. So go to chapter 4, 1 John, chapter 4, verse 3. Mm-hmm. This is the first. Now, there's a couple things that I want you to pay attention to. I want you to pay attention to a teaching. There's a, a a teaching that is being associated with this. It's called the spirit of Antichrist. And we find this in 1 John chapter 4, verse 3. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist. Whereof you have heard that it should come... And even now is already in the world, is in the world. So this spirit, this teaching, this doctrine or dogma was already present even when the apostles were here on this earth.
1: That, now that's interesting. I've, I've never known or thought that way. I always thought the Antichrist was going to be someone who was born when the time comes and, and then all mm-hmm. that was going to come about. So this, this well,
0: is, well, we'll talk about the man yeah. that we call the Antichrist. But when the Bible uses the term Antichrist, it's not referring to a man. Okay. It's referring to a teaching.
1: Okay, so so it's more of a, a false teaching that is being referenced here.
0: It, yeah, definitely. Okay. It's a and it's anti-truth. It's yeah. anti-what God has given us,
1: which could essentially be
0: Islam. Well, let's, let's let the let's let this speak for itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and and we'll come to those conclusions as the Bible gives us more information. Now let's go to the next time in chapter 2, 1 John chapter 2. And we're going to find in chapter 2, it's mentioned three more times, the word antichrist. But here's the second thing I want you to notice. I want you to notice a plurality. Okay. Okay. So verse 18, verse 18 says this. Little children, it is the last time. And as ye have heard that antichrist shall come, even now, there are many antichrist, mm-hmm. plural, whereby we know it is the last time. Okay, so let's stop there, verse 18. So we're told, you know, in the latter days, you're going to know that the antichrist is going to come. Okay. okay, that this uh, teaching or this spirit, okay? But even now, there are many of them. That are teaching this, Mm -hmm. this teaching, the more this teaching propagates, the more it gets popular in the world. You know, you're getting closer to the last days. Mm -hmm. Okay. now drop down to verse twenty two. He that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, he is antichrist that denieth the father and the son. This is a very important verse. Now, first of all, I told you pay attention to two things. The first thing I told you to pay attention is to the teaching that is associated to this. So anyone who denies Jesus his deity, mm-hmm. remember in chapter 4, you know, if you deny that you know, Jesus has come in the flesh, that God has come in the flesh, yeah. if you deny that, that this is Antichrist. Okay? And again here, verse 22, he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ, if you deny that he is the Messiah, the promised one, the you know, God in the flesh, if you deny that, he is Antichrist. So this teaching of Antichrist is denying the deity of Jesus Christ. Does so that make sense? So basically
1: anyone that, that does not uh, does not believe in the deity of Christ, therefore, is labeled as Antichrist?
0: This is what the Bible calls Antichrist teaching. Okay. The spirit of Antichrist. But go, let's, go, let's continue with that verse. He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: not denying just the deity of Jesus Christ of his place in the Trinity.
1: Yeah,
0: It's also den- denying God as being a father. Now there are many religions in this world, even Christian religions, that deny Jesus his deity. You've got famously the Mormons and the Jehovah's Witnesses. They deny that.
1: Catholicism is not one of them though.
0: No, this does not describe Catholicism. Catholicism yeah. is very, you know, we may have issues with some of their doctrines, but they are very strong on the deity of Christ, the yeah. Trinity. That this would have no relationship to them.
1: Yeah, I think this is a, uh, I'm hoping that there's more <laughs> verses that will back this up. But this verse in particular is very strong, and I, I agree, and, and proof of the fact that, how could that possibly be? Well, well, well Rome
0: is out of the picture. Yeah. But now who comes in? Islam. There's only one religion in the world that denies both the deity of Jesus Christ and God being the Father. Surah 14, uh, 114 uh, is the last, last chapter. And um, and it's quoted often by, by Muslims, Allah neither begets nor is begotten. So Allah, God, cannot beget. He cannot have children, and nor is he begotten. no one had, no one birthed him. okay? Um, uh, this is a foundational teaching of Islam that God is not a father. They believe you and I commit, you know one of the greatest sins, of claiming that Jesus could be equal with God, a man equal with God—that's sure—but also suggesting that God had sex. That, in their minds is that you know God can't have sex. You know yeah. he can do anything, but he can't
1: do that for some reason. Let me let me ask you this, and I'm throwing a, kind of a curveball at you here because you, 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 know, you weren't—I wasn't making you aware that, we were, that I was going to ask you this. But so let's say we—we're going to continue here. I get it, and we're going to see these verses that'll prove that Rome is outside of the picture here of Catholicism. But are there not other religions then that would qualify? To possibly be a fit, as opposed to just Islam. No,pe the only religion in the world that denies
0: Jesus as God. they believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. They believe he's a prophet. They believe he's even born of a virgin. Mm-hmm. They they accept a lot of things. Now there are other religions that deny everything about you know the same God that you and I call, but they they accept many tenets about God. They believe that there is a only one God. They believe that their religion is is a, 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 a you know. Is similar to ours, it's just ours has been corrupted because we've allowed our text, our scriptures to be corrupted. And uh, and so they, they, they deny, though, these essential teachings. Yeah. Okay. And so they deny that God is the Father, that God cannot be a father, and they deny Jesus as being a son. Mm-hmm. And so what religion now is this for fitting? it's it's Islam. Okay, let me give you one more verse because our time's running out here and I want to cover the last, this is the fifth time. Okay. That the term Antichrist is there. And again, every time it's mentioned, these teachings are attached to it. 2 John chapter 1, verse 7. The second letter, chapter 1, verse 7. For many deceivers are entered into the world, who confess not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an Antichrist. So again, they deny, they, they will not confess that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this is a... An essential part of what the Antichrist is. So let's be clear because I, I, before we close out today's program and tomorrow we'll get we'll jump into more of this stuff. OK, mm-hmm. but I want to want to make sure this is clear. There's the teaching of Antichrist and there's the man that we call Antichrist. Tomorrow we'll get into the man. But the teaching of Antichrist has nothing. You can't say this is Rome, because yeah. they accept the deity of Christ. This identifies Islam. The only religion that truly fits this mm-hmm. would be Islam. And it's an essential teaching of Islam. It's not just something obscure yeah. in their teaching. No, it is kind of the building blocks of their religion.
1: Yeah. That's interesting. I I've, Every time I've ever thought of the Antichrist, I've just thought of the man. I've never thought of... The uh, the other parts of that are seen from the Bible, where it, you know basically is is uh, saying that.
0: Yeah, well, we're going to have to stop here, Tyler. But tomorrow we'll pick up on more of uh, of Islam, the Antichrist religion. And uh, listeners, I hope you'll join us tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.